0: This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.
1: Kia ora and welcome to Garden of Sound, brought to you by Go Live Festival. I'm Ian Turner, and my guests this week are George Berry and Jordan Kennedy from the Butlers. It's round two for George and Geordie, and they were kind enough to grace the Garden of Sound Studios three years ago, just as things were really taking off for them. But three years is a long time in rock and roll, and innocence aside, there are always casualties along the way, such as the former masked keyboardist and sax player Stingy Hooligan.
2: Oh God, it was an elephant in the room. No one talked about it. Everyone was thinking it, but it was just how many more songs can we write before someone brings it up? So, what have George and Geordie learnt
1: over the last three years? And will their new album, Back to Basics, propel this talented foursome to even greater heights? This is the Garden of Sound interview with The Butlers on Plains FM 96.9. This is the Garden of Sound interview with the Butlers. The Butlers, the second time around, I've got George and Geordie uh, with me. And a very good evening to you, uh, gentlemen. Um, we Thank had uh, a Hell few nice. little chats before the, um, <laughs> before the show. I generally don't um, have folks on twice unless they're awesome and friendly and nice and have something to say. And possibly uh, it's been a three-year break since we had you on last time now, uh, George, we have both listened to the podcast very recently. What were your what were your takeaways from three years ago?
3: Yeah, I listened to it last night, putting my um, my we newborn boy to bed at about two in the morning, which was always fun. I actually really enjoy it. It's nice bonding time really isn't it And um, man, I just think we've just grown a lot not only as a band but as people like that was that was pretty admirable to to hear. You can hear it in our voice, and mm. musically we've matured. I think as people we've matured, which is good. I mean, you know, you'd hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just you could hear a bit of this, maybe a bit of naivety to music and to life. Yeah, I'm pretty that's pr- to yeah. be expected. How, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, how old are you guys? Ne- You've just turned twenty-five, haven't you, Geordie?
3: Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm twenty-four. You're twenty-four, which is just amazing because um, the way you carry yourselves, at least, you seem a lot older. And I didn't think that you were. What, 21, wow, back then? I know, I, I, <laughs> I imagine. Geordie, just tell me very quickly, um, has fatherhood changed George in this sort of short time since he's become dada?
2: Haven't heard from him, to really? be honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> uh, it. It's family life. Yeah, I feel like I'm back to my own devices. But, but um, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. There's a, a sense of, of something, you know, like yep. uh, there's more there when you talk to him.
1: Is there more on the line, more being laid on the line? More to play for you Yeah know? You got a family yeah. to feed Yeah well, I think
2: definitely that Definitely that
3: Yeah Every every morning Now Like I've always Woken up and thought Like you know Okay My partner Amy Like you know Take care of her And like make sure Everything's good But now yeah. it's
2: like this- We don't go to bed For a, for a start well yeah, well yeah 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 <laughs> Well now
3: Now I'm just up all night Being like Okay she's there <laughs> He's there
2: like, yeah. yeah okay like Eagle eye
3: Yeah yeah yeah. Wow. Your purpose in, uh, If we're gonna get deep Like your purpose in life Does change Like from the moment I saw him mm. it was like Know, excuse my french but holy shit like you know things have really changed now and yep. your purpose is just like that and it's pretty awesome
1: we'll get to where you're both at very soon but geordie tell me where you were as our person as uh jordan kennedy three years ago um how were you doing
2: to be on, like yeah to, i might as well just lay it all out i mean to, to be honest <laughs> i was 20 yeah 21 22 Pretty, pretty unhappy. Not necessarily a, about anything or for any reason, mm-hmm. but just, just struggling. And I suppose the band was always a, a, a good thing to hold on to mm-hmm. for me. And I listened back to the album and and listened to the the general vibe of those songs, and it, it does reflect that time. I think in both of our lives, probably. Um, it's it's hard to look back at that because so much has changed mm. and we are just I think all such different people but there's not any part of me that regrets anything necessarily or 100%. or anything like that I, I've just learnt to deal with everything better and yep. and you know you've grown yeah just grown and yep. and how to navigate everything and how to deal with Every every emotion that you deal with in life. And... So
1: the last interview was round about March 2019. Uh, so we're over three years. There was probably uh, a whole year between March 2019 and the end of March 2020 when the world shut down. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, uh, wow. George, give me a pricey of you know uh, uh, some of the highs and lows, um, some of the touring that you guys got up to in that Ooh. year.
3: We did a lot of touring in 2019. Yep. We weren't really locked in with, like, jobs that were keeping us down. Yep. We were all kind of contracting or freelancing. Yep. Mm. So we did a <clears throat> summer tour, mid-winter tour, another tour for fun, and then another summer tour. Yep. And I think we're just… Aussie in between. Everybody. Yeah. And we'd, we'd gone to Aussie for the first time.
1: I've read that you were making money in New Zealand, but then you were going and spending it all touring. Pretty much. Yeah. We Pretty weren't
3: much. We weren't taking any money for ourselves until, like, a year ago.
2: We were spending Every, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. on Aussie, yeah. especially well the first time. Especially second time was considerably better. I'd yeah. say. Mm. Yeah. Um. Third, and third time was yeah. third time luckier. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. We started it was starting to get really good. We started
3: selling out shows. We yep. we sold out a show in Melbourne on the third time, and that was like that's when I started to feel like there was some real traction.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: And I think like connection wise, and like we say, growing as people, learning how to meet people and I think we were just so much better at being ourselves like even just after the interview we were so kind of just didn't really know who we were we mm. were in a world where quite often people aren't who they maybe seem to be so it's like we were around that a lot we were on, on stage performing um, and you, you can g- easily get pretty lost in that pretty easy and um Yeah, I think we just didn't really know, but it's not until we really hit the ground running and started touring, meeting people, making connections that we we started to figure all that stuff out. Mm. And I think those connections, especially the first time we went to Aussie, the people we met and the connections we made and and salvaged, like they propelled us the next time and the next time again. Yep, and then the next time
1: then. So just right at this point in time, what are the plans for Australia at least?
3: Yeah. Aussie is ASAP, probably probably start of next year, end of this year.
1: Okay.
2: I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just as soon as we can. I but feel yeah. like they're like this now. I think we've, that's another thing we've realised is that, especially going to Aussie, New Zealand is a, a small, small place. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, why why try to do something here before we do that when we can just... Go straight there. Do mm-hmm. them both. We've actually
3: got more listeners in Australia than New Zealand. Fantastic. Probably yeah. population comes into yes. play there. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, it's a considerable amount, yeah. so that's something you've got to consider too.
1: You talk about traction, and you talk about um, the uh, the people that you meet uh, along the way. Any, any massive takeaway from your performing experience over there?
3: There was one show, I think, that really kind of helped us in Aussie. Walt, being in that surfing community, has yep. really, really helped, and had family over there too.
2: I was going to say the same gig.
3: We played this Byron Bay gig, and it was pretty much like, Lots of influencers and lots of big wigs rock up and have like free drinks. Yep. And you go and like look at a denim jacket. You want that denim jacket? Take it home. It's free. You want some sunglasses? Take that home too. It's free. Like, and we were just surrounded by these people of power and we had no idea what we were doing. Like, my fiance was there. Your wife was there. And they were like getting free stuff. I was like, what is going on? Like, we just were in this new world. But that really opened up quite a few doors for us.
2: You had to be invited for a start, but you couldn't get in. Before a certain time, unless you had like 10,000 Instagram, like it was like very. Selective. Selective. And yeah. it was Jameson, um, Southern Comfort. Okay. Fallen Broken Street, Wrangler. yeah, um, Big. blunstone, Big outfit. Yeah. And it was. And we were just, just
3: some random five dudes still living in that dodgy Esplanade <laughs> flat. Yeah. And like here we were like with these big wigs. And we got that through Walt's friend. Yep. who was coming over here for the single for the mingle the surfing festival? Yeah, Bradley knew him too. Yeah, and then we ended up staying in his warehouse, sleeping there both all three times that we have all three times that toured.
1: Was there a was there any playing or was it just yeah? yeah. We played played oh, a live fantastic. set. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I'm presuming that you had a good show and everything went down well.
2: Yeah, yeah, everything was real good. Byron Byron has that thing about it where it's like everyone is very supportive of each other and it's something yeah, sure. that is not that prevalent in, in christchurch i'd say especially but but in new zealand a, a lot um creative is one thing and um but supportive is another yeah justin fallen broken street the guy that george is talking about would do anything to to help us especially and and for no real reason which yeah. is it was just like Hey, I'm going to bring um, Angus and Julia Stone to the show tonight. Oh, and I'm going to do this. Oh, you guys should sleep here. Oh, you guys going to Brisbane next? You know, I'll hook mm, you up with mm, it. You know, it was it's yeah. all very, like, how friendly.
1: How have you guys sort of paid it forward in that respect? How have you guys sort of carried that vibe through in your behavior, whether it's marketing or, you know, mentoring? Yeah,
3: I, I think mentoring is probably the big one for, for me yep. personally. I think for you too, Jordy, but... You know, b- bands that are in our circle, There's um, a Tuesday is probably a big example who we just mm-hmm. love, love dearly. Um, there's the likes of Joel, the bass player, and and Gus on drums. I think we've played quite a few gigs with them, and I feel like there's this kind of unspoken kind of agreement that we're kind of become their mentors almost. You like, know, yeah,
1: it's like is, a brotherly thing. Is, is yeah. that like a- also familial responsibility on on Walt's part?
2: if you if you knew the i mean minnie um has hung out with us since she was thirteen, okay, yeah, yep. like, and we and our friend group out in Sumner was always like that. We had guys like Brad who are a little bit older, and his friends who are, you know anywhere twenty eight to thirty three and then we had us who were like twenty, a big group of like twenty five yep, Minnie is like yeah. year nine, yep. It, yeah, and we were and sneaking
3: her into our gigs as well. Yeah, like she yeah, was, and yeah. she always acts, she's wise beyond her yes, you know, yeah. so she just fit right in. It feels yeah.
1: very much that, that, it takes a village kind of attitude and yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. respect, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. which is good. Um, uh, especially for you guys, there's a number of things that I'm going to introduce today, which I'm very excited about. Um, uh, we're going to talk about two songs in the first one. Um, I do want um, uh, to talk about Lift Up. Is there a band or a group or somebody that you'd like to play a track from right now? Uh, somebody that you think are doing great things and you would like to, to lift up.
2: I'd like to put forward as my lift up um, d- band, Daffodils. Daffodils. From New Zealand. Okay. Um, really cool, really unique. Um, and same thing, like I had a moment in Auckland and I said to the lead singer, you know, can I? Can you save me a vinyl? I'd really want to buy a vinyl. Yep. He's like, oh, I'd really like to give you one you know and and there was like this spark that went off that was like this is genuine and we just sat on this couch and talked for like probably 30 minutes but really like and you can tell when something's genuine and when something's not and it and it was like that and i think that definitely comes across in their music it's yep. not really trying to please it's really just art you know and Mm. it's its if you like it you like it and if you don't you don't they're not going to try and be anything they're not
1: Geordie what are we going to hear from Daffodils
2: my personal favourite would be I know they released a new song like two weeks ago but my personal favourite is A Leo Underwater same
1: This is the Garden of Sound interview with the Butlers on Plains FM ninety six point nine. Um, we finished off the last section, hearing from uh, Daffodils and a bloody good song it is too. You talked about a culture of um, uh, support and creativity, and you also talked about a spark um, and easily being able to to meet people. From memory, there was a time uh, many years ago when you walked into a um, walked into a bathroom at a bar. And uh, met um, one uh, Stingy hooligan. Hooligan. Hooligan, uh, who is no longer part of the Butlers. Mm. Um, what did Stingy bring to the band? What have you sort of taken away from that experience?
2: For me, Stingy has, has always been and still is a, um, a really good friend. And like I said before with daffodil's front man like there was the spark and you can tell like i say the word soul a lot but um you can tell when someone is genuine and you can i think in, in terms of a band you can tell when a band is genuine and the music makes you feel something and with stingy i think he pulled that out of us a wee bit he couldn't get us all the way there i don't think but he tried to get us to stop thinking about it as it was for other people, but it was for us. And it was something that we were creating for us and not for anyone else. And like that was his, the foundation of everything. You know, should we write this album and send it to these people and try to get this deal before November like they want? No, like, why are we putting this time limit on ourselves? You know, like, and he was really good for that. And I think being young and naive, we, did need that at the time mm-hmm. as things went further and and we all matured i think creatively things just grew apart you know and and that happens that happens in everything in life whether it's relationships or friendships or mm. anything it's, it's just something that isn't worth tarnishing a friendship because you don't agree on mm what on your output you know yeah and it it was very like it was very natural it was like uh you guys should write this next album tell me what to do tell me what you want you know and i'll be a session guy i'll start doing my own thing on the side and then from there we just got in that shed and and started jamming and it was really clear which is like you know i say it with a heavy heart It's, it's like it wasn't a nice feeling and knowing in the back of our mind that
1: this is where it's heading
3: this is where it's heading yeah and And at the same time we just wrote this album in pretty much like two weeks which is unheard of for us and i think it was so fun but like julie says there was always that thing in the back of our minds like oh yeah that elephant elephant in the room is definitely getting bigger you know and um
2: and oh, oh god it was an elephant in the room no one talked about it everyone was thinking it but it was just how many more songs can we write before someone brings it up?
1: Would you be where you are now without Stingy?
2: I wouldn't. It would be a I different wouldn't. journey. I, yeah. I, so, well, I, I can't yeah. even answer that. It would be... A, yeah. um,
3: I, I don't think so. You're brilliantly I, diplomatic, journey. I'm, I'm pretty... I'm pretty... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a different journey. We ju-
1: all are, it trust would me. Be. I'm a pretty um, hard
3: no on that one, to be honest, Ian. Yeah? Yeah. I reckon we've... Like I said in that podcast three years ago, we have... We were learning so much from him. Yeah. And I think we did. Yeah. But I think when we got to that stage where we kind of figured out, there was just a, an unspoken kind of period there where we, we knew that there was a bit of a creative divorce going on. Hmm. Hmm. And no one said anything. Yep, that's until just, Stingy yeah. kind of did. And that's just yep. life. You'll never meet more of a, not only like a bit of a musical genius, but like just the best tour companion. Like yep. in the van, someone's like... Oh man, like I'm pretty hungry. Should we get pasta tonight? And he's like, Oh, pasta! Did you know that such and such was like he just knows everything. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna say no. Oh too. my god!
2: I wanna say no too because I think, like you said, we're thing, extremely so. diplomatic. Yeah, we are. We're oh, we yeah. are. We want everyone to have like we're very respectful of each other. Yep, and we care a lot about each other. And when it comes to stuff like, should we spend this many thousand dollars doing something that we don't know is going to be successful stingy's like yeah man let's do it you know like his attitude towards anything was like you just got to go get it Mm.
1: and he's still on the splits for the last album so yeah that's always good yeah Mm. of course (laughs) um how has the sound changed in your mind with the new album back to
3: basics it's probably kind of creative limbo, where we're all in that limbo. It's probably where exactly we wanted to be at mm. that time, and now we're there.
1: When was it recorded?
3: About this time last year. Okay, yep. yeah. We The did, first half. Yeah. We did side A. Yep. We hadn't ridden side B at all. We just had those four tracks, wow. and we were ready to go. Okay. We actually did five.
2: Four made it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we actually did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We
3: did five. Um, and then we went back to the shed and wrote side B, and yeah, about it five days looking back i
2: wouldn't have done it any other way i think it was nice to get those ones out and done and then we were like right we knew the theme
3: by then too we knew where what the benchmark was okay musically production wise we knew where the benchmark was yeah so we had it we had a platform to go off
1: so both recorded at orange studios yeah Mm -hmm. yeah with tom again with tom yeah i have spoken to tom very recently yesterday in fact um, oh, just because I, 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 I wanted to i know i because i wanted to hear a little bit more about the um, production process and he said one factor that popped out or jumped out at him was your supportive encouraging nature during the sessions always building each other up to do great stuff has that taken work
3: i think we've always been really lucky that Jordan, Walt, and I have known each other nearly for 10 years now yeah. from high school. Yeah. And Bradley, I feel like I've known him my whole life. <laughs> you know, like he's yeah, just that, yeah, he's yeah. just that <laughs> <laughs> brother. He unravels. He unravels. Yeah. So we've been lucky in that respect. You know, some bands come together just by like, you know, signing up on a, a bloody sheet at the supermarket, you know, but for us, we like, were, yeah. you know, we were lucky. We were lucky. And I always think about that. But at the same time, we all, we, as we've grown as people, we've had to support each other th- through things too. Yeah. And musically, Geordie and I have been saying recently, like it's only until maybe the middle of last year that we felt like we were like musically in sync mm. as a as a ryth- as a rhythm duo as a, mm, as okay. a drum and bass. Yeah, okay. After one practice, I vividly remember he, Jordan was driving me home, and he was like, "Man, did you feel like we we actually finally cracked it tonight?" Okay. And I was like, "Yes, yep, I, I did." Can I add to that?
2: Um, we <laughs> no, we, <laughs> this is not your interview, Tom. <laughs> Uh, Tom, what you said about that. Um, when when we play in that in the shed, we we also call our space the shed too. Okay. So mm. um, feels like home. It it does feel like home, and we're able to really put our hearts on the line. So I think when we get in that studio space, and there's not necessarily that the four concrete walls around us and just us to really lay it out. Sometimes it, it does just take someone that knows what you're capable of and um what you can do to just tell you, you do it. <laughs> at really. the
3: same time tom is really good at encouraging you <laughs> yeah like after yeah. like take six or seven he's like one of us might say should we just go to another song like just try something new and tom's like no no i think you've got it on this take mm. and you need that you know you mm-hmm. need that because yeah the studio can get can be a lonely place if mm. you if you find yourself in a little bit of a pit Yep. got to go on with the game plan mm. and when we came to you three years ago we had no game plan we didn't know what the game plan was but now we've got you know really good game plans i feel like jordan's kind of like become that kind of morale game plan leader when it comes to prepping for the studio yep. you know like have we got everything in place yep are we feeling mentally and like musically there you know yep. we're taking it a bit more seriously now mm-hmm and Tom's always been a great encourager for us
1: I'm going to stop you there because it is time that we heard something from uh, the new album at least uh, Back to Basics which is being released on June 17th mm. and you you gentle listener will absolutely love it um, the first track on the album is called When I'm Back mm. um, and I was blown away the first time I heard it um, I really got some Rolling Stones vibes personally When I'm Back what's um, what's it about
2: um, who wrote it I wrote Yep. I wrote when I'm back. Yep. Um, about originally the the concept was sort of like self destruction. Um, the uh, like how when you do get into a bad place, you you have a oh I have a bad habit of really running myself into the ground and making worse and worse decisions until I just am left to pick up the pieces. But mm-hmm. um, it was about that to start off with there were some lyrics that got changed because it was a super um, heartfelt song to start off with. So it ended up being what it is now. I'm super stoked at how it came out and how, you know, it was a different song when I wrote it. So it's, the way that everything came together on side A and side B was so jammy and so natural and improvised it. It was really just like, here it is, this is the chords. And then we just played, we just played and played and played until it just came together and and sounded like, yeah, this is it. And then lyrics wise, yeah, we just changed a few things because it was probably um, a bit heavy hearted.
1: Uh, (laughs) All right. For your listening pleasure, this is The Butlers uh, off Side A from Back to Basics. This is When I'm Back.
4: Inside my own fate I'm telling you that I ain't Over-exaggerating Help me, I'm in a state I can't get out of this place I try to keep up the pace Losing traction Slowly slipping through the cracks I hope to see
1: This is the Garden of Sound interview with the Butlers on Plains FM 96.9. Rock your winter
2: with Go Live! Christchurch's Winter Music Festival, Friday, July 22nd and Saturday 23rd at the Christchurch Town Hall. Over 18 artists, live across two nights on five stages. Get your tickets now at premiere.tickertech.co.nz.
1: This is the Garden of Sound interview with the Butlers on Plains FM 96.9. We just heard When I'm Back, which is a brilliant track. And at the end of this section, we're going to hear another uh, song off the album, which um, I love, called Hourglass. Second album, it's yet to to hit the countryside, as it were. It's yet to be toured, yet to be properly promoted, mm. aside from Side A and all of the videos and the mm-hmm. work you've done thus far.
2: What do you think of the videos?
1: I haven't watched them. Okay, fair enough. Fair I've enough. seen all the um, sort of days too short. There's too many other amazing um, <laughs> Odatahi uh, musicians oh, to yeah. talk to. Mm. Um, I see a lot of socials, and I see that you guys are very canny in terms of turning around a number of uh, vids on a budget. I guess well, because you don't yeah. have you don't have heaps of cash coming your way. So I mean, uh, you talked about that event you're off in Australia with the influencers and so on, are being in, given stuff. Do you feel like the doorways are beginning to open? to you a little more financially.
2: I do feel like that. Yeah. I feel I only say that because we get paid. Yep. That's that's like yeah, that's <laughs> and that yeah. is something that has taken a long, long time to get to but is super rewarding that it's not for nothing necessarily. Mm. You know?
1: You've received some funding as well. Uh, I say recently, <laughs> uh, at least whenever that was. I mean, you're not unattractive young men. You do have a very uh, agreeable, approachable sound, at least. Why couldn't you get the bucks earlier than you did?
2: Do you have the answer? It, I'd hasn't, love to know it, it. hasn't. Yeah, it's never been a foc- It's never been the focus okay. for us. You know, it's never been about that. It's always been, like you said before, it was just five guys having fun making tunes. And that that's a beautiful thing. I think when we started writing this album and, and really did find our voice and we're, we're making songs that, even to us, we, we were sort of looking at each other going, oh, like, you know, this feels very um, right. Feels like this yeah. is going in the right direction now. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've always just been waltz a very now now now, and I've always been a very build the temple and the people will come. You know that's yeah. that and that's been a good yin and yang in the band because some things can't wait and yeah. others. You know, like it's been a good push and pull there. Yeah. So that's I think kind of helped help that situation. It's like you know we just need to keep doing stuff that we're proud of and that we really love and have a connection to and i think people like i said they see okay they They see genuine
3: to be fair though at at times it did get to a point where we were questioning it and wondering like what are we actually doing that that isn't you know Hmm. making us eligible we kind of got to the point where it was like well you know in hindsight we've we've toured aussie three times by now we're about to go to america like surely we're actually kind of helping new zealand music by taking it over there and by not receiving it, it was kind of a bit disheartening. Is this funding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, funding-wise. Were your um,
1: songs too long for commercial radio? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Which you've taken note of, at least.
2: <laughs> that was one of the things that, I mean, it, and it honestly mm. did come up when mm. we were especially side A because we had the idea of back to basics. Um, how can we still do something that's so like unique to us? But without like the huge sound and yep. the everything, like how yep. can we just keep it us and keep it unique and genuine, but do something that's just like sharper and sleeker and and like just gets yeah, to the point a bit quicker. Yeah. Can
1: you think of any bands that sort of have gone through the transformation that you guys have and probably come out with and casting no shade on ex-members, um, have come out with a what Ian considers a superior offering i know you yeah. get bands like um fleetwood mac at least that started off in a very different right. yeah, well, style like, without the girls and that yeah yeah right. Yeah. Right. Right.
2: yeah but i think at the same time that those the early days like definitely play into what happened next yeah. um yeah. and though it wasn't someone leaving it was the other people coming in yep. like they saw the beauty and they added what they had to offer and it, and it became beautiful. So there you go. Mm.
1: It's true. <laughs> Thank you, James Blunt. <laughs> 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 um, okay. We're going to hear another track from the album. And this was my choice. This hasn't been uh released as yet and will be on side B. Um Hourglass. Mm. Uh, who wrote Hourglass?
3: Walt wrote Hourglass. Brilliant. And he had written it um, just with, him and his acoustic guitar in yep. his bedroom and was kind of
2: we desperately wanted to keep it like that
3: yeah he wanted to kind of bring everything in straight mm. away and jordan and i were big campaigners for at least have a verse and a chorus by yourself yep because it's so beautiful and the words are so powerful and Walt's funny the way he's a bit of a tangent but he's funny the way he brings songs to the unit like we'll Practice our songs and then he'll say he'll just start playing a song. Yeah. He doesn't actually say, Okay guys, here's a new song. He'll just play it and then we're kind of like, Oh, okay. Um, oh yeah, that sounds pretty good. And then he just he just started playing this while yeah. we were sitting up. It was yeah. just the you know, the deep chords on the acoustic guitar.
5: Thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And like the eyes over like <laughs> just trying to get our attention. <laughs> it's like and then that, one it's of like one of us that.
3: one of us goes oh yeah that sounds good well, oh
5: yeah cool yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah.
3: should we, should we give it, it a go should we give it a go and I was like yeah. these are the chords <laughs> these are the chords yeah. so, so yeah and then from there once we told him to just do verse and chorus by himself yeah. the whole thing came together in, in one practice
1: amazing this from Back to Basics by the Butlers is Hourglass No, Is the Garden of Sound interview with the Butlers on Plains FM
2: 96.9. Rock your winter with Go Live! Christchurch's Winter Music Festival, Friday, July 22nd and Saturday 23rd at the Christchurch Town Hall. Over 18 artists, live across two nights on five stages. Get your tickets now at premiere.ticketech.co.nz.
1: This is the Garden of Sound interview with the Butlers on Planes FM ninety six point nine. Um, George and Geordie, I remember because I did an interview with you uh, about three years ago um, when September by Earth, Wind and Fire came along. Um, Geordie especially um, came in with the song in exactly the right pitch. Now I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not. Interested in um, in the octaves because there's some tracks here that um, you possibly won't be able to reach but I am interested just to see how well um, you could come in or how well you know these um, recognized songs so um if you do um if you do understand I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off with you Geordie please give us the um the intro to We Built the City from Starship.
3: This is element. this is just Geordie in a nutshell.
1: We built this city okay that's enough. We built this city we Fantastic Okay Okay yeah, Good stuff Fine Okay uh, The next song we're going to go for is Elvis Presley uh, This is for you George Elvis Presley Suspicious Minds <laughs> Alright <clears throat> We're caught in a trap I
5: can't walk out okay.
3: That's good. pretty oh, close
5: good. That's that pretty close, close. That was pretty
1: good There were a couple of keys going on And bear there. in mind
3: I was trying to just bring in my like you Yeah know, bring Fatty it, um, cover it. band night kind okay, of thing. Like.
1: Okay um, Geordie back to you Kings of Leon You somebody
4: <laughs> oh. I've been roaming around Always looking down I've been roaming around That's not
1: bad Not bad
2: yeah. No. All right, back <laughs> to you, bad. George. Not bad's correct.
1: Um, a classic. Who knows what chord it actually starts off with? But it's the Beatles' "Hard Days Night." Can I skip this one? No, you can't. You've I don't know. A, you, it.
3: You've got...
5: What do you mean? I can't right. confidently <laughs> For... do that. All right. <laughs> it's been a hard day's night.
4: It's been a hard day's night. Okay, there we
1: go. Night. That's 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 how yeah, easy it is. Yeah All, right. yeah. All right. All right, George. Paint it black.
5: I see a red door, and I want to paint it black.
3: I see a
5: red door not bad. That's,
3: I think we've had a sort of... I tried to do the black. Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black. Yeah. All right. Um,
1: I the
2: Elvis voice for that
3: one. Been good. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Heading right into the chorus of the Whitney Houston version of <laughs> I Will Always Love You, and Turn
3: down your volume in the car. <laughs>
0: Whoa.
1: Whoa I'm going to give i it, I'm it upstairs Take it upstairs I'm, I'm going to say Perhaps You were going for the key change Yeah you were Later in the song mm. Mm.
2: I was definitely going for that big hit Yeah I don't know what was going on there
1: Okay Geordie <laughs> Led Zeppelin Black Dog
4: Hey hey mama Is that the way you move Go make you sweat Go make you groove Hey hey mama Is oh. the way That's you move That's
1: pretty bloody make good you sweat I was getting a bit of Axl oh, Rose in there. it yeah, was good, man.
5: It was pretty bloody ground. good. Okay,
1: uh, George, um, are you going to be my girl from
5: Jet? Well, it's a one, two, three. Take my hand and go with me, cause you look so fine, and I really want to make you mine. I think you're pretty bloody close. So
4: one, two, three. Take my hand. I think I go you're right there. You look so fine I think you're on the really
1: money. Um, really rehab. A little bit of rehab uh, from Amy Winehouse. <laughs>
5: They try to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Oh my
3: gosh. My sister will not be proud
1: they of that. They tried more. to make me go to That's rehab. Pretty good. Yeah, I good. I felt it said no,
4: no, no.
1: Okay. Got two more here. Oh. Fortunately, I haven't made you sing Chandelier from Sia today. Mm-hmm. Although, Geordie, I reckon you could pull it off. Um, <laughs> okay. One, because I always thought you guys had a little bit of Oasis, a little bit of Noel Gallagher going on with some of your
2: tracks. Do you know, since that interview, big time. You know you said that at the time. I was like, Eh. yeah, Mm, big time now.
1: Yeah. Geordie for you from Oasis, don't look back in anger.
4: Slip inside the eye of your mind. Don't you know you might find a better place to play?
3: You went for a rerun there. We went for a rerun.
1: Jeez, you guys are good. I knew this would be a great game to play. Get okay. Brad in here. Get Brad mm. in here.
0: Bit oh. different story if Brad right. was in here.
2: Sorry, Brad. We, we actually, Bob Dylan maybe would
0: get it. We actually it,
3: play that song. We try to play that song before we come on for a yeah for a set. Yeah, just to really bring the energy up and the crowd gets into it. And then when we you know we do the old chorus with them and then into it. Yep. Yeah, it's a good time, so Oh fantastic Glad It's a, it's a great
1: song. start Alright George um, we just got one more It is a classic From the Killers Who are touring this year Which is very exciting oh, uh, mm. With Cute. all of their Old classics uh, This is uh, Mr
5: Brightside <clears throat> Coming out of my cage And I've been doing Just fine Gotta gotta be down Because I want it all
4: Coming out of my cage
1: Fantastic Fantastic so Your gonna gonna talent knows No bounds Guys, it's been an record. absolute...
2: They're great. They're all great, great songs. Mm. So it's, you great know... choice.
1: Um, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you guys on the show. Uh, Back to Basics is out on June 17 on all of the most popular yeah. platforms out there possible. <laughs> and I believe that you are going to take us out today uh, with an acoustic version of your most recent single, Sarcastic. Is that true?
3: Yeah. Correct. Cool? Yeah.
1: What's the song about?
3: Yeah, the song's pretty much... Um, I, I just. Feel like I couldn't be myself at work. Yeah. And I was only working there part-time and I, you know, like to kind of not really dress like a nine to five and look like the nine to five. Yep. You're the butlers, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I guess so. And sent an email through saying, you know, not really keen to stick to these guidelines. Yeah. Sent kind of a long email explaining why. Mm. And then I just got back a pretty much a thanks but no thanks, full stop. (laughs) Yeah. Regards. Okay. You know, kind regards even, so. I kind of yeah. Straight after that, I, I wrote the song, and okay. then I took it to Geordie, and he kind of just
2: refined it and added well, you, some bits. Yeah, you gave me the the the, the idea. Yeah, I gave and you the skeleton. what you wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. And what you wanted to say, and then well, really, you came with the problem. I gave you back the first little piece, mm. which the two chord. I'm so sarcastic. I need to pull up my socks and put a necktie on and like I gave sent him back that and from then George came back with the Let Me Lives in the second verse, which is bloody epic and yeah.
0: yeah
1: it's a fantastic song. Um guys, it's been absolutely wonderful to have you um on Garden of Sound today. And
3: shout out to you, and you know, getting sure. local musicians in, having yeah. a yarn, it's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: This on Garden of Sound, live from the shed. One of them, at oh, least yeah. in Christchurch, oh, yeah. is an acoustic version uh, of Sarcastic from the Butler's new album, Back to Basics.
5: I'm so sarcastic, I need to pull up my socks, maybe I'll put a necktie on, shave my mo look like everybody else. I really need to tell you something, sir. I hate your shirt, your pants are worse, but I won't blame you. I won't shame you. Just
4: get me out of here.
6: I'm so sarcastic I'm so sarcastic Let me live Let me
5: live I'm so sarcastic I'm so sarcastic I need to tell you something about the way I dress I don't come in here just to impress you And hey, you don't know my name And I don't really think that's on I don't even want your confidence Or your congratulations Your handshake feels so heartless So now it's back to basics I'll be myself Till Monday rolls around Let me live I'm so sarcastic
4: Let me
6: live, let me live I'm so sarcastic I'm so sarcastic sarcastic I'm so 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 sarcastic!
1: Thanks for joining me today on Garden of Sound, and thanks to George and Geordie for being highly entertaining and tremendous sports. The Butlers' new album, Back to Basics, is available June 17. You can find out more about it by heading to gardenofsound.nz and clicking on their photo on the front page. Next week, Degrees K. I'm Ian Turner and this has been Garden of Sound, brought to you by Go Live Festival, 22nd and 23rd of July, Christchurch Town Hall. Until next time, keep well, keep listening and keep playing. E no hora
3: there's a few well there's, there's a good rapport in the room already
2: you know oh, it's a good good environment good
3: good uh, energy
1: even the flies are having a, yeah, the good flies aura. and the spiders are getting along together yeah. I the think. flies
2: are like calling Absolutely. their mates they're like uh, come on the Get butlers in the shed. Get they're in the, in the shed. shed
1: this is the garden of sound interview with the butlers